This is the Mess and the Magic podcast. A space to explore the depth of our human experience. From beauty to heartbreak, confusion to clarity, agitation to breakthrough, heaviness to radiance, and everything in between. Our lives unfold right at that intersection, and that is the very juice that we are here to tap into. I am Andrea, your host, and my intention is to hold this space for the most powerful, truthful, raw, and inspiring conversations. Thank you for the time and energy you bring here today. Welcome. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of The Mess and the Magic. Today is me and you, and I'm so thrilled about this particular subject. (laughs) You already know by the title, we're going to talk about people-pleasing and a, a spin on that language, a spin on those words that I want to offer you, because this is a theme that I see in my sphere a whole lot not necessarily in in my own experience I don't use those words that often but I've certainly seen them in the people around me I've seen it coming up in my group sessions in my one-on-one mentorship and yeah it, it just it has stirred some thinking process for me and I just want to offer that to you in case this is something that feels close to you and something that maybe you have identified with that you wear the identity of the people pleaser and this is if anything a big invitation for you to take that jacket off (laughs) And see it from a different angle and perceive yourself from a much softer, much um, gentler way. So I'm going to tell you like a little bit of how I've seen this come up and how I've seen the word people pleaser come to the forefront of a lot of our conversations, of a lot of stuff um, that we consume, information, Instagram posts, all these sorts of things, this podcast included, by the way. So I feel like we have collectively made the step to understand this tendency that we have of compromising ourselves for the sake of another. I think a lot more people myself included, have more awareness of this behavior, of this pattern within us. We can see more clearly how we may have more tendencies towards being more um, pleasing and more compliant and more nice and more of a yes person and have a little bit sometimes of a hard Uh, experience with setting boundaries, with saying no, with um, stating our ground. And 
in the way that sometimes I see it expressed, again, often from people that are close to me, whether they're friends or they're mentees or it's a group that I'm facilitating, it's almost like these idea of oh but I am a people pleaser or like ah yes I am a people pleaser and I have a really hard time with this and the thing that I feel in my heart so deeply and that's the thing that I want to offer you today is wow like maybe let's just stop for a moment and see see what in your experience brought you here because people pleasing in the compromise of the self is a survival strategy chances are that when you were growing up the adults in your life didn't value consciously or unconsciously your your authenticity your singularity your right to have an opinion to have a choice and because your survival depended on them if you are a three-year-old or a four-year-old or a six-month-old or a 12-year-old, and even older, (laughs) to a certain degree, your survival, your well-being, physical, mental, and emotional, depends on the connection that you have with those caregivers. And chances are, the caregivers that were raising you were not very aware of this were not even aware of themselves and the ways that they have compromised themselves, the way that they have internalized a lot of the stuff that they were told about how the world runs and what reality is and how you're supposed to be and live a life. So then it comes you in the shape of this beautiful child and you face this moment where you can no longer stay true to yourself, but you need to compromise a part of that to be able to maintain the connection and therefore maintain your well-being. And in that point, in that moment in life, it is an adaptable strategy. It is a brilliant thing to have made that choice consciously or unconsciously, at a very young age where you say or think or act in favor of the connection rather than in what feels true for you inside. And if that was a one-moment situation, if we were to just have these moments and then sort of like shake it off, then it would be no problem. (laughs) There will be no reinforcement on the idea that when you um, please other people, other, you know, above yourself, 
um, if there would be no rewarding of that, if there would be no, let's say, positive consequences when you do that and negative consequences when you follow yourself, then the story would be a different one. But chances are you got praised for being the good girl or for behaving well or for not saying um, too much, for railing it in, for getting all your good grades, for excelling at maths or at sports or at uh, playing the violin and that's what mattered. It is when the outward expression starts mattering more than the inward state that we start creating this distortion of the people pleaser. And I want to invite you to see it as that. It is a distortion in the perception of you. And it's almost like a reassigning of your value. It's almost like you're displacing your internal, innate, ah, untouchable value. And you're placing it in the hands of others. And then this, as an effect of, of, of this displacement, what it creates, it, it also creates this urge for having people approve you. It is not just a one-way street. It's not just that you want to please them. And that's it. Is that you also are seeking their approval. You're seeking their thumbs up. You're seeking their pat on their back. You're seeking those words, maybe from a parent, that never freaking come. And I'm talking about deep, painful things right here. (laughs) You know, for that child that we carry inside, that it's waiting for, for our father to say, I'm really proud of you. Look at the beautiful woman, human, man that you have grown to be. For a child that is longing for those words and that is performing this incredible and painful circus outside to sort of like get that, it's really freaking painful. That longing of connection with a mother that we don't know why it was severed. We don't know why there's a wall between our hearts and our mom's hearts. But we can feel it. And then we bend ourselves backwards and forwards to be able to accommodate her, to shine in her eyes, to become visible again. Oh, it runs deep. And then we go into life with these unseen parts of us crying for that. And guess what? We replicate that. We replicate that same scenarios. Because there's a part of us that is asking for that healing. There's a part of us 
that is begging us to see that space, that is begging us to see that unmet child. And then we go and, yeah, we experience these same themes with people that we work with, with our bosses, with um, romantic partners, with friends. We replicate this in our dating life. We replicate this in our marriages. We replicate this with our children. And this is how we pass on these unheard, unspoken heartbreak. And then we do all these things for them to appreciate us and they don't. And we feel undervalued. We feel like we come to this place and put the best of our energy into projects, into work, into stuff, and we're yet unseen. It creates frustration. It creates anger. It builds resentment. It festers. It can make us sick. And then we speak about ourselves like we're the people pleasers but in truth there's a part of our hearts there's a part of that child inside of us that is just begging for connection there's a part inside of you that is asking to be lived outside There's a part of you that is asking for coherence between what you feel in your bones to be true and your outward experience. There is is a part of you that is tired of keeping all these plates, all these spinning balls in the air trying to make everything work at the expense of you. Hmm. This is a huge invitation for you to build bridges between your inner world and your outer world. Where pleasing is no longer the hook that you're trying to put on so the other person can see you because here is the beauty when you see yourself and you're not using the pleasing as a hook for other one like the other to see you you free yourself and you free the other in this way you're no longer playing the victim role waiting for them to see you and i say this with a lot of love and tenderness i i hope that you can feel that in my words and my heart is really oozing right now because i know how hard this is i've gone through a lot of that um process of releasing myself from that identity that's also when we started, I said that I I really don't longer identify myself as that. 
I don't use that word to categorize or label myself. That doesn't mean that sometimes the behavior doesn't come out, for sure. But it's, no, it's, it's not something that I carry next to I am. I really, really choose the words that I put after I am very carefully. <laughs> I have done the work. I love language. If you're here and if you've been around anything that I've created, you know that I love language. Language is important. It's one of the things that I say all the times. My friends will tell you that's one of my mantras. Language is important. So whatever follows after I am is such a huge statement about what we believe about ourselves. And one of the first ways to start decoding that internally and externally is by stop using those words after I am. So huge invitation here. Stop saying I am a people pleaser. (laughs) Even when there is internally some of that inner wounding that still needs to be tended to. Because here is also the thing. This unwinding of these patterns happens incrementally. And if there's anything that I invite you to with my whole heart is to be patient with yourself and befriending incremental change. Befriend incremental change. Befriend the bit by bit in the way that you start stripping yourself from the identity of being a people pleaser. Bit by bit, start bridging your inner world with your outer world. Where what you feel inside, it has a clear channel to be communicated, reflected and expressed outwardly in a contained and powerful way. And release yourself and others from the hook that means to please. From the hook that means to be validated. And again, this only happens ever so incrementally. Every so dripping. It's almost like your awareness like starts dripping one drop at the time in that massive stone that has been created around your heart. And bit by bit, because water always finds its way, it will eventually start piercing that stone until your heart energy is free. Until you start making this shift subtle but surely Realizing, oh, the words that I put after I am are very important. Hmm, okay, let me, let me play with that. Let me practice that. Let me see how my experience changes in that way. And I feel like ultimately what these... Um, experience of pleasing initially the caretakers in our life and then how that replicates everywhere in our relationships as we grow older is a call for innocence 
And innocence is a word that we don't use very often, that sometimes it can feel icky, that sometimes we we polarize it with guilt. But innocence, in the way that I'm inviting you to tap into, is this profound, profound connection with the child that you are, no matter how old you are. Deep within your heart, you are a child of life. Deep within your heart, no matter how old you are or how far you've gone from that spark, you still carry it with you. So if anything, may these serve you in any way possible. Even if it's one baby step closer to that innocence that lives within you. So that's what I had for you today. If this resonates with you, if it touches you, if you feel like sharing with a friend, with someone that that might serve, please do so. And if you want to let me know what resonates with you, I'm on Instagram. You can find me uh, at Nourishing Witch. You can also send me an email at hello at nourishingwitch.com. Yeah. I would love to hear if this deeply touches you and and serves you. um, In which way it does. So with that, I want to leave you and love you. Thank you for being here. This was a deep journey. <laughs> ah, isn't this beautiful? Sometimes these things take us deep. And I'm here for the depth of the human experience. So for now, I leave you and love you. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I trust that if you're here, there was something you could take further along with you on your journey. If you think that this may serve someone you love, please share this episode. And if you want more of the medicine that I have to offer, come to nourishingwitch.com and there you will find all my current offerings. And if you happen to be on Instagram, come and join me at Nourishing Witch and let's make some magic. Big, big love.